Welcome back to the Adams Word Podcast, and today we are sitting down with Ashley Christensen, and Ashley is currently serving as the primary president in our ward, our new ward, and we're excited to get to know her and her family and all about her. So, Ashley, just to get started, tell us about some highlights of your childhood, like where you grew up and such. Okay. I feel like I don't know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we're talking. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So my dad is retired Navy, and he retired when I was in college. So we moved all over the place. So, I mean, he retired over on the peninsula on the west side of the state, and so that's where I say I'm from. Um, my brother lives over there. My mom just moved, but... Um, so yeah, so I'm from, I just say Seattle, okay. the peninsula, yeah. if you don't like <laughs> Seattle. Um, but yeah, so I was born in Guam and we lived like in Florida and California. And then I went to high school in Japan and where I graduated. And then after that, went to BYU. And so. Okay, so do you know lots of languages? No, okay. not at all. Um, Spanish. <laughs> So I went to a Dodd school, so all everybody was military. We like you know, lived on the military base and but it was a lot of fun. I love living overseas. I love America, but I feel like I would rather live overseas. Okay. So it's just always a fun adventure. Like every day is like something new, good or bad, but it's just like a fun way to live because you never know what's going to happen or what new food you're going to try or, you know, so it's fun. So, uh, so you were born in Guam. Yeah. And then tell us about like how you jumped around and siblings that you have. Yeah. So my dad was on carriers. Um, he was, when he retired, he was the ordnance officer on the flight deck. So he did ordnance and like bombs and loading bombs on planes and stuff like that. Um, so I really love aircraft carriers. I've been on them a lot. And, um, one of my like most favorite things is the summer after my freshman year at BYU, my best friend and I met my dad's carrier, the Carl Vinson. It was coming back from deployment. And so they do what's called a tiger cruise. And so dependents and friends can ride the carrier all the way back to its home port in Everett. But along the way, we had to stop in San Diego to let the um, planes off. And so it was like a 10-day cruise on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. And we got to do, like, lots of, like, really fun things. Um, so, yeah. So so you moved around every couple of years? Yeah, it yeah. depends. Sometimes he would extend. So uh, we were, like, in Florida for six years and California for three Washington for six, Okinawa for three, and then they went back to Washington. So I really didn't move around as much as like most yeah. military people do. Okay. But siblings, siblings, siblings? Yeah. yeah, I'm the oldest of four. Okay. Yeah. And and what were your hobbies and interests growing up, or what did you guys do? So guys growing do? up, I played a lot of soccer, um, and I was forced into playing the piano <laughs> until I was 18. My parents told me if I quit the piano, I'd have to quit soccer. So I played these piano recitals as an 18-year-old playing with, like, all these, like, 8-year-olds. And, like, <laughs> I hated it, but I did it. Um, 
You played soccer everywhere you went? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had two, I blew out my knee twice playing soccer. So yeah, so I don't really play anymore, Okay. but my kids play soccer and stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, I am not a hobby person. When people say, what kind of hobbies do you yeah. have? I'm like, <laughs> I have no time for like any hobbies. Um, now I like to decorate cakes as like my hobby. Yeah. Um, Todd and I like wake up and we run and we lift every morning. Like really, I just like to travel and just do new fun things and just like be outside. I love that. So I'm okay. not a homebody at all. Okay. So you traveled around the world and then ended up at BYU. So tell us about what you studied there in those years. Yeah. So went to BYU, did not want to apply to any in-state schools. I wanted to like be away from my family. I love my family, but I just wanted like independence and BYU is a really safe place to be independent. Right. <laughs> so, um, I started out as pre-nursing and then I took intro to OCHEM and got like a C plus and I was like, I'm never going to make it in the nursing world. <laughs> so I switched to English because I've always loved English And then, um, I was like, well, I need a job. So I did English teaching. So I taught seventh grade English in Springville or no Spanish fork while Todd was finishing school, which I loved. I love teaching, especially like kids in Spanish fork. They're awesome. Um, but yeah, so Todd and I met at BYU. We have like the most boring, like, like meetup story you know it's like so like cliche like he was my FHE dad which is like weird to say and I me and my boyfriend had just broken up and so I really didn't attend FHE until I didn't have a boyfriend anymore okay yeah and so when I went I was like kind of looking around I was like hey who should I date like just looking for someone new to date because you have to get married before you graduate (laughs) from BYU like that's how you feel and so um Todd is like very much like the life of the party. And so he was like doing some crazy stuff, like literally in the middle of a crowd. And I was like, oh, that guy looks like fun. And he had like, well, he's still to me is muscular, but he was lifting like really heavy with all his friends. So he was like really ripped, you know, yeah. and I was like that guy. Some love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we dated like, I don't know, a year which is a long time at BYU. And then um, we got married in the Seattle temple because he's from Tri-Cities. Okay. So that worked out really well. And then how did you end up here? In Spokane. Um, or tell us about where life took you once you Where did life take us? Yeah. So when we graduated from BYU, we went to Memphis where Todd went to optometry school. And I, we started having children. So I stayed home. Um, he was on a scholarship through the army cause he did ROTC at BYU. Okay. Um, so he had that scholarship money, which is another reason why I love dating him. Cause he would feed me every night. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he was, um, it's called an educational delay. So okay. you're in the military, but you're going to school. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. ROTC. Yeah. Okay. In optometry school, he was on an ed delay. So we were in Memphis for four years, which was crazy. That was really fun. And we had our boys there. And then after optometry school, we went active duty. And our first 
base was Benning in Georgia, um, where we had Lucy. We were there for two and a half years. Um, and we actually still own a house over there. And then after Benning, we went to Fort Polk in Louisiana for a year, which is, if you ask anybody in the army, like, where do you not want to go? It's Fort Polk. Okay. (laughs) But also it was really fun. If you want to visit a place in America that doesn't feel like anywhere else, go to Louisiana. It is the craziest place (laughs) I have ever lived. We went to one of those alligator zoos. Okay. It was just alligators. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing (laughs) I have ever seen. And there was like one part where it's like this really muddy, like lake thing. And this boat comes out and there's like, you know, all these like benches. So you can watch this boat and all these alligators come and they're jumping out of the water, trying to get food. I'm like, why are we watching this? Like, this is the weirdest (laughs) thing. Um, So yeah, so Louisiana, and then after that, we went to Germany. And the whole time, he was like, he wanted something a little bit more than optometry. So is he doing optometry as you move around to all these places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's an optometrist in the military. military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So he wanted something a little bit more. So then he applied to med school while we were in the Army, and he got accepted here, and... um, they held his spot for three years while we went to Germany. And so we knew the whole time after Germany that we would be going to medical school. At Gonzaga or? Wazoo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so here we are in Spokane. Okay. And how far along in that journey are you? So he just finished his second year. He has two more years before he graduates. And then he'll apply for residencies. So we don't know. And you'll be off on your next adventure. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we'll keep you as long as we can. <laughs> yeah. This is probably, this is the longest we've ever lived in one place. Like our kids have ever lived in one place four years. Wow. So, so I know you've been here four years? Two years. Two years. Okay. By the two time we're done. Yeah. Okay. So everyone's like, oh, I've lived here for 20 years. I've lived here for 10 years. And they're like, oh, we'll just have you, you know, like have you where we can. I'm like, yeah. no, this feels like. We're like growing roots. Like, <laughs> yes. Well, maybe you can get a residency here. So yeah. what kind of medicine is he going into? He would like to do ophthalmology. Okay. Yeah. So that's his first choice. Okay. So you've touched on your children. Tell us about your children and highlights from raising them. Highlights from raising my children. <laughs> um, so we have four kids. Soren is 12, and Tommy is 10, and Lucy is 7, and Maddie is 3, and they all have curly hair, so we're, like, easy to spot. Um, yeah, they're there on the wall. She's got her their pictures on the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, highlights, I feel like every day is, like, something crazy and new. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Like... <laughs> Uh, Tommy is crazy. So he just had, they all just had their spring piano recital and Tommy, one of his recital pieces was blue suede shoes and he borrowed George McAllister's Elvis costume (laughs) to play that song. And then his other song was little bunny foo foo and Jill McComas from Mm -hmm. sunrise is, is their piano teacher. And she sang while he played. Like, he asked her to narrate. I don't know. My kids just do, like, these funny, crazy things, and I feel like I have no control. 
I just am just making sure they can, you know, get out of my house and function yeah. as adults and, you know, stay strong in the gospel. And so. Perfect. <laughs> well, tell us, did you grow up in the church or how did you gain your testimony? Yeah. So I did grow up in the church. Um, my parents weren't super strong. Like their upbringing in the church wasn't super strong. Um, so we didn't do a lot of things like family scripture study. We didn't really like share testimony at home. Um, like we would dabble in family home evening, but they were always like really good examples of like service and, you know, ministering and stuff like that. So I didn't really have like, you know, how do you study your scriptures? When do you, you know, like how often, what does it look like? What do you mark? And you know, stuff yeah. like that. So it wasn't until I got like to seminary and I had a seminary teacher um, who encouraged us to read the scriptures five minutes a day. And she was getting her master's in psychology. And so like once a week she would have us like line up and I don't know if this is like manipulation or something, (laughs) but like she would like shake our hands and not say anything and like look into our eyes. (laughs) I was like, she's going to know if I'm not reading my (laughs) scriptures. So I started reading my scriptures consistently at least five minutes a day. And so my junior year, I finished the Book of Mormon and it's that like pivotal point where you're like supposed to pray, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, is this true? And it's really scary, right? Because you don't know like what's yeah. going to happen. And so when I did that, I just had this like experience that I've never had before. And I honestly don't expect to really ever have it again. And it was just a feeling that I cannot replicate. If I could, I would have by now. And so that one specific moment is what, like, solidifies me in the gospel. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. I can't deny it. I can't replicate it. You know, like, I, and when things, you know, you have your highs and lows with your testimony. I just always look back at that moment. I'm like, okay. Just keep going, right? Like, it'll all work itself out. Like, just keep going. So I'm really grateful because if I didn't have her as a leader, I might have never had that experience. Yeah. And so you just, like, never know as leaders and can kind of feel like a lot of responsibility sometimes. Kids might actually be listening. Yeah. And doing what, you know you're asking them to do and so and then that's scary right now you know how do we get our kids to have those experiences right you know in yeah our life so because you can't force it they really yeah. have to take it and do it so um so yeah, yeah. what was the question uh no so yeah how you gained your testimony yeah. and yeah how, what have you done to keep nurturing your testimony and yeah as we go through these years of raising our kids and yeah, how do you keep your testimony strong or keep strong in the gospel? Yeah, it's, I feel like when I was younger, the whole like endure to the end thing seemed easy. You're like, oh, just go to the end, right? <laughs> but as you get older, you realize enduring to the end really is you just keep going. Like you don't stop, you know? And if you do, then you just start back up again. Like you can't just stay stagnant. And so, um, that's one thing I'm like, okay, just keep going. I have like this mentality, like more than nothing, like something is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. If it's just a video, a church video with the kids, because I don't want to read scriptures with them because yeah. they are crazy. It's better than nothing. 
And so I think the hard part for me is I'm always, you know, making sure my kids that we do come follow me with the kids and, you know, that they do their, um, their activity day goals and stuff like that, that a lot of times I don't leave time for myself. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I read scriptures with the kids. That was great. But it wasn't really like nourishing for me, you know, like, um, so that's, that's what's been hard for me, at least in this phase of my life, you know, like, like, oh, I need to go to the temple. You're like, I gotta get a babysitter or, you know, it's just (laughs) like, it's just like one more thing. And so, um, I have to really like strategically be like, okay, I have to do this because at some point my kids are going to catch up to me and. Yeah, I still need to be able to teach them, and no, I like that. I mean, this week we're studying the parable of the ten virgins and yeah. putting that oil in the yeah. lamp, and I think that's exactly what you're doing, even bit by bit with the kids. Just yeah, put a little in there, and then maybe we're going through a time in our lives where we can't, you know, where we're drawing on our reserves right yeah. now, and then yeah, we'll fill it again later. <laughs> oh, so. Well, perfect. Well, anything, any other like major events in your life or anything that you can think of that you'd like people to know about you? People to know about me? Um, I, I don't know. I really enjoy meeting people. That's one thing that I've learned with my life of like moving around. And I feel like the church, like with ministering, like sometimes you get put with people or you meet people that you otherwise never would have the opportunity to meet. I, in the South, I was, um, the gospel principles teacher. And so we have a lot of the members in the South besides the military are converts and just the background they come with, with other religions. And they really do show up to church with, this is who I am. This is where I'm at in my life. I'm here to be better. And they're not worried about like, what do I look like to other people? I don't fit the mold of like, you know, that LDS Utah person that some of us compare ourselves to. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I don't know. I just feel like we all just need to love each other. You know what I mean? Yes. It says like, what does it mean to be a follower of Christ? And to me, that just means just like love people. Like everyone shows up with what they have and who they are. And we all want the same thing, right? We all want to turn back to my father. We all want happy, fulfilling lives and we can all help each other do that. And so that's perfect. Yep. That perfectly summarizes. And yes, as our new ward, you know, all of us have mixed feelings, you know, changes is hard, yeah. but as I typed in Ashley's address to come over here, she's three minutes from my house. And had these yeah. changes not happened, we may never have right. cross paths. So, yeah. Well, thank you for sitting down with us today. Her daughter, Maddie, is yeah, yeah, <laughs> sitting here with us. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, thanks.